0: Hey guys, and welcome to the life of Chan. I'm your host, Brett Chan, and we hold daily podcast episodes where I talk about random stuff. So if you're, you know, in your car driving down the streets at night, if you're just driving around, having a good time, welcome. You haven't missed anything. Today, we're going to talk about my experience being a lifeguard and how crazy it is, how fun it is. Um, You know, if you've had a job before... um, your job can be fun, can be a little boring at times. But today I'm just going to talk about my experience being a lifeguard at my local swimming pool. So, um I was hired like in um around June of 2018 and um at the time, you know, I was really looking for a job um just because I really had nothing to do. Trying to seek some uh, you know, something engaging, you know, something to keep me busy and you know, I like the busy, you know. Um, you know I mean some people, you know, like, you know, sitting around, engaged in just pure silence, but you know, I always wanted to do something with my hands. And it was actually my dad who, you know, suggested that I go out, try to be involved more, right? So, you know, I was driving down, you know, the street one day, right? Well, I wasn't driving by then, I didn't have my driver's license, but, um, I was on the way back from Jack in the Box, and I ordered, um, three tacos, three tacos, you know, you know those tacos you get from Jack in the Box, where they're like these little fried tacos with, like, these, uh, brown, like, pretty good flavored, you know, beef, they got lettuce, cheese, and here's the thing, I never liked cheese at the time, so I would always get my Jack in the Box tacos with beef, lettuce, and hot sauce, and, that was pretty much it, so anyways, I, was, I got so anyways, I was driving down, or I was in the car, driving back from Jack-in-the- Box, and as I passed my local swimming pool, that's right next to the high school, right? Because I live pretty close to the swimming pool and the high school, and the swimming pool happens to be right next to the high school. So I was, um, yeah, so as I passed the high school or then lo- and the swimming pool, I saw this big sign and it said... Hiring lifeguards. So, you know, in a few weeks, I got into it, I looked it up, and I applied. Um, And they had this thing, right? You know, because I feel like with normal jobs, you know, the training isn't, um, you know, as intense. Like, um, it does not take as much time. But with lifeguards, there's like a whole big-ass training system, you know, where you have to um, practice all these... Uh, You have to practice all these strategies for jumping in the water In case someone drowns In case someone, you know, goes dead It's pretty crazy stuff So I remember, like, my first time training um, It was uh, about a three-week training Training program You had to get up early in the morning Which is um, something I didn't like Since I'm not really a morning person But um, I'm sure you guys are morning persons But not me I'm definitely not a morning person So I remember getting up as early as eight in the morning, right? I would, you know, walk over to the middle school, sit in a big classroom with many future employees, um, read a big lifeguard textbook, you know, go over drills, go over CPR, which is like when you when which is like when someone, you know, falls and their heart stops beating or when they don't have a pulse you know, that's when you come in and, you know, you're taught all these things how to save the day pretty much. So it took me three weeks. And then by then, you know, I was working. I was, um, you know, um, I was told how to use the computer system, how to let people in and out, how to walk around the pool. Um, And, you know, it was pretty fun. You know, I had to shadow people first. And, you know, in shadowing, you kind of have to, like, um, you kind of have to, like, you know, work with someone who's more experienced before you can actually start working yourself, like, um, I don't know if this just pertains to lifeguarding in general, but, you know, I remember, um, for the first week, or for about the first two weeks of my job at the swimming pool, I was, um, always working next to somebody, you know, because I'm not sure, maybe they simply didn't trust me at that point, but, um, But yeah, as time passed, I began working by myself, you know, and this was, um, you know, something pretty cool. And I have to admit, though, you know, when we associate um, with like a lifeguard job, you know, we always expect them, you know, to be active in the water, always blowing the whistles. And, you know, what I seem to notice was that these stereotypes did not really carry over to, um, you know, to my experience being a lifeguard, because I noticed that accidents do happen, um, but they're not as um, they're not as crazy as you'd say, like at a sl- at like a water park or something, you know, because like where I work, it's like um, it's like a really chill, relaxing, you know, leisure type of swimming pool. It's only two swimming pools. There's an indoor pool and there's an outdoor pool. Um, so there's really not much to, um, be too crazy looking about, you know, there's not kids thrashing around, you know, hitting each other. So it wasn't, um, too crazy. Um, you know, the craziest experience I ever had, um, was when some old lady started to sink because she lost her, um, her weights. Right. But other than that, you know, it's pretty chill. You know, you're just pretty much doing your scanning motions, and rotating. And that's pretty much it. You know, that's one of the most chillest jobs or my first chill job ever I've ever had at this moment. But there's been a few times where I actually fucked up. Um, you know, where I was doing stuff I was not supposed to be doing. And I got written up, so let me tell you about that. And I'd say this was a time marked by immaturity. You know, like, I was only two months into the job, so I was still fresh. And um, I was 17 at the time, so, um, you know, there's a thing, you know, where some 17-year-olds are matured enough, you know, to know how to behave in like a work setting, while some, you know, some 17-year-olds are not in that phase yet. And you know, for me, I describe myself as not particularly mature, right? So, you know, I was working an afternoon shift um, one of these days right and it was I think it was like from 1 to three thirty, right so I was um, on break at the time so how we normally operate is that we do our um, rotations right so we scan we look at the pool and then after that we rotate back into the lifeguard room to break because you know you simply can't you know like watch people swim for like an entire hour you know I feel like that is uh too draining on the body, so um we usually take breaks, and that is what we usually do um in this setting of uh work so anyways, I was on my break and um you know i was um you know had nothing to do, so I went outside for a minute just to peek around see who was there, and then I saw my friends Eddie moe and um I don't know if it was Zebo or Alex Mandari, those are um another of my high school friends, but they were playing basketball and you know, me being the really um sports-loving kid I was, you know, I wanted to say hi to them. I wanted to say hi to them, you know, and possibly, you know, maybe play a game, which honestly was not the smartest thing I could have done. So, in order to make that happen, I uh went over to my um manager um, who was on call, his name was Robbie Large, and he was, you know, I don't think he works here anymore at the time of, um, when I'm recording this, but he was a really chill and, uh, nice guy, and, um, you know, he always did his stuff right, and, um, I always looked up to him, but, um, you know, this was a moment where I was not really being a really good employee, so I asked Robbie, and I said, hey, you know, do you, is it possible if I could go outside and tell them hi, tell my friends hi, and uh, just be back within, like, one minute? And he said, sure. You know, and I bet, you know, if you were in a similar situation, right, and say you were a manager, and your employee came up to you and asked you, hey, is it all right if I go outside for a minute? You know, say hi, and then return promptly. You know, I bet you would say yes also, unless you're a meanie, but, um... Yeah, that's what Robbie said. He said, yeah. So I went outside. I said hi. I was about to head back. And then Eddie Moe said, hey, want to play, play a game of basketball? And then I was like, sure. And so I actually did. I played um, pick-up 1v1 basketball with uh, my friends. um And it was going pretty good. You know, I scored a few buckets. My friends scored a few buckets on me. And, um... I remember like I was playing and I was so excited and then all of a sudden I hear the words Brett and I look over to my right and there's Robbie open the door and he looks at me and then from that moment on I knew I was screwed and you know why I knew I was screwed I knew I was screwed because you know this was like the very first offense you know and what could happen could I, could I be fired possibly you know, a lot of things could happen. So, um, you know, I tried to act as mature as possible. I tried to act as professional as I could. And I actually um, followed him back. He sat me down um, in the lifeguard room and he just told me, no playing basketball, right? And um, I was sitting there, slouched, um, feeling, you know, bad for myself, feeling upset. Um, you know, realizing that i shouldn't i shouldn 't have done something after I did it, and you know I feel like this is a part of growing up you know like um, you know we all make mistakes um, and you know growing up is the time to actually make those mistakes because you do not want to make those mistakes when you 're more um, when you 're much older um, because you know the consequences could be like much greater right so like say I was working um, at a job, when I was 32, right, let's just pick a random number, I'll call it, let's say when I'm working, when I'm 35, or maybe even 40, and I do some stupid shit like that, um, like, you know, just to stop working for a minute, and go play basketball with my friends, and get caught, you know, I bet the consequences would be way worse, like, um, like, if it was a, if it was a job in high demand, or something like, um, I don't know, maybe like a librarian assistant, you know, where it's competitive, my ass would be fired. I don't know about you guys, but I'd be definitely out of there. And, you know, um, because I feel like I was young at the time and, um, you know, the management knew that I was also, um, you know, pretty young, still immature and just fresh to the job. They gave me a chance, you know, they let me off the hook and I, but I did get a write up though. You know, and that was um, that was a little scary to sign. So the way the life the the way the lifeguard write-ups work is that they have this big paper. Now just imagine a sheet of paper, not too small, not too little. Your typical eight point five by eleven um, white paper, and it had and it had a few like uh, notes on it. So there was like, what did the lifeguard do wrong? You know. And then um, there'd be like check, check boxes or like boxes that you have to check. So one of the boxes could be time management. Um, the lifeguard could be late and you know, all sorts of things. And to be honest with you, I don't even know what I was written up for, but it was bad. And, um, you know, I'm glad I learned from my lesson, you know, and there were other instances, too. You know, this was not the only time I've been written up. You know, I've had another experience being written up. And this was a time, you know, where I've been assigned um, 5.45 a.m. shifts. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm definitely not a morning person. But, um, so we had this system called Win to work. And you pretty much um, choose times that you prefer to work. And then based on your preferences, uh, management will assign you shifts, right? And I had this 5.45 a.m. shift. It was from 5.45 in the morning to 9.15 in the morning. And I was not fond of it. It was simply not my thing. Like, could you imagine waking up 5.45 in the morning and working three and a half hours? And I'm not saying, like, working three and a half hours is bad. I'm just saying that, um, you know, waking up that early, you know, especially if you're not a morning person, it can be difficult. And I'm not saying that no one can do it, right? Because I know, like, my grandma, for instance, she wakes up every single day at around, like, 5.50 to 6 a.m. in the morning, you know, to get her breakfast, to head down, get some some pastries, you know, to eat with my uh, grandpa. But, you know, I'm just saying I'm not really a morning person, so, you know, I would always have trouble waking up. So I'd say I was on and off with the 5.45 a.m. shifts. So I think two or three times I would show up um, later than I should have. So there was one time I remember um, where I forgot to set my alarm, which is really crucial. Like if, if you're not a morning person and you're assigned one of those shifts, you need to set your alarm at like 5.30 so you can wake up in time. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm one of those people who I need to set, like, multiple alarms to actually wake up. So, like, for instance, right, if I have a sign shift at 545, I would need to um, set my alarm at, like, 530, 529, 528, 527, 526, and 525 so that multiple alarms would, like, wake up my system. Because, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, it takes me a long time to wake up. Like, especially if I'm in the mood to sleep and my body says it wants to sleep, then it's going to take a lot of effort, you know, for me to actually will myself to get out of bed. So usually it works like this. So say the 525 alarm goes off, right? I would be technically tired. I would be slightly conscious and aware that the alarm is going off, but I would try my best to, you know, snooze it off and sleep through it. So that's why um, if it's like the alarms are like consecutive and it's like alarm after alarm after alarm, then that kind of finally bugs me and annoys me and tells me to wake up. So it happened on that particular day where I forgot to set all my alarms from 525 to 530. And I actually woke up at 615. And then I was like, when I woke up, I was like, oh, shit. I looked at my phone and I saw three missed FaceTime messages, and, like, six or seven messages on my phone, and, you know, like, if you have an iPhone, right, um, like, if your phone is, uh, closed at the time, and you wake up, um, because of privacy settings, the iPhone system is gonna hide the messages, right, so at the time when I woke up, my phone was closed, so when I kind of, like, opened the tab, or when I opened my phone, I know, I saw, like, like, all those messages and stuff, and all those, un, like, um, all those FaceTime calls that I didn't pick up. So I was worried, um, but I didn't really know what to do. And then I woke up my mom uh, frantically because I was also um, unsure, you know. So I said, hey, mom, hey, mom, 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 I'm late, I'm late, what do I do, what do I do? And my dad heard all the racket, and he came downstairs, and then we were deciding on a plan on, you know, what we would do. Um, You know, to go about the situation, I was um, contemplating not going to work, but I figured I would get in more trouble um, because, you know, there are people that have to swim, that like to swim at this kind of hour at six in the morning. Um, And, you know, if I don't show up, we don't have a lifeguard and, um, you know, they would not be able to swim that day because every pool requires a lifeguard, you know, that's just the policy, right? So, you know, after a long deliberation, which more more so took me about a minute or two, I figured the best thing would be to uh, show to work, show up to work. So I went to work, uh, I arrived around 6.15, and um, let me tell you, it was kind of scary, because I wouldn't know what would happen, I don't know whether my boss would spew at me or not, but it was definitely scary. Um... And I remember sitting in the lifeguard room, anxious, you know, waiting, you know, for my boss to just come up to me and just say the three words, you are fired. Um, But unfortunately, or not unfortunately, fortunately, that did not happen. And um, yeah, I'm well aware that I need to set my time preferences so that it doesn't, um, so that I don't get assigned those 545 in the morning shifts. And, you know, what's kind of cool about these time preferences is that there's three categories or three ways you can categorize your preferences for um, time shifts. So one of them is I like to work. One of them is I do not prefer to work. And the third and final one is I cannot work. And I think for the 545 to 915 a.m. shifts, I wrote I dislike working or I don't want to work. Right. Right. If I was smart about it, and if I you know, realized that I really didn't want those shifts, I could have simply said, I cannot work, because there's a difference, right, between I cannot work and I dislike working. If you dislike working something, right, they can still assign you the shift, but if you simply say, I cannot work, then they won't assign you it at all. So I'd say um, I've been smart about it, and I haven't been assigned to any 545 AM shifts, So which is kind of a good thing, you know, because that shows, you know, I'm learning from my mistakes. And, you know, that's the most important thing about life. You know, all mistakes, you know, they happen. But as long as you learn from it and as long as it doesn't happen in the future, you're all good. So, yeah, that concludes my podcast episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. And um, I wish you guys a safe safe holidays from the pandemic, you know. Have a good day, and thanks for watching.